Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, Dr. LaFanya Jones-Hines, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapist. What we will be is informative, down to earth, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up your volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 106. I want more than this. Today's mood music is brought to you by Al Capone, and it is titled "Get Crunk, Get Buck." <laughs> I know this is yeah. I was like, I know this is not how that song go, but <laughs> Young Buck is in my head. Yes. That's what's in my head. Yes. I'm like, I know it's not that song, but. The title. It's the yeah. title, man. It, it gets you crunk. Don't ask me no lyrics. Because yeah, my no. brain is fried right now. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember either. <laughs> like that. Okay. All right. So today we're going to be talking about midlife crisis. And a midlife crisis is a period of doubt and anxiety that some people experience in middle age when they think about whether their life is the kind of life that they want. Mm-hmm. So what can trigger a midlife crisis? Hmm. I would say one of the kind of like easiest things would be a, a change of employment. Uh-huh. You know, if you, th- there's probably a lot more for boomers and like Gen Xers, but you know, a lot of them worked the same job for 30 years, <laughs> never did anything different. And then all of a sudden you lose that and you know, your whole identity is tied yeah. to that position. Uh-huh. So now like, I don't know who I am. What am I doing? What am I doing? I don't know. Yeah. I can't start over. What do you mean? Like, I don't know. I remember uh, when I was working on my master's, uh, we had a vignette. You know how in counseling skills, Mm -hmm. we have to practice on each other. And the vignette was the person had been on their job for 20 years or Mm. whatever. And of course we're in class. I was like, get a new job. Mm-hmm. And, they're like, and it's easy. Exactly. And that's like, uh, the professor said, she said, Yeah, no. She said, See, you can say that because you in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Yes. But this person is in their 60s. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, ageism is a real thing. Yes. It, it definitely it is. is. My answer would probably be when the person realizes that they're dissatisfied hmm. with major elements of their life, whether it's you know, how they have chosen to live their life, who they've married or not married, kids leaving, Mm -hmm. staying on leave. (laughs) (laughs) I think when that awareness of dissatisfaction comes and there's not the ability to adapt and change, I think that's when midlife crisis occurs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I would say it happens when a major life event or change happens. So like a divorce, a loss of job, when they realize um, it could be a death, it could be um, a milestone birthday. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, those are the the 
big three ones, three yeah. that come to my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are we defining as midlife? You know, because all the research, the articles all say something different. You know, some it's 30 to 50, some it's 45 to 55, some it, you know, so what are we going to use as midlife? Well, I know it's at least to 60, but let's figure out what we're going to start. So I would say 40. That's my vote. I would say... <laughs> I would say like 40s, 50s, really, to be honest, because it's not really midlife, like the middle of life, mm-hmm. as far as that goes, because the average age of living is about 78, 80 right now. So that will put it at 40. But I know sometimes that happens a little later. So 40s, 50s. 40s, 50s. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking somewhere like lowest like 35 i mean i've already had one but (laughs) but i would definitely agree i would say at least 40 up to 55 60 Mm -hmm. so i think that that's a good 20 year Mm -hmm. range Mm -hmm. uh for midlife now you live to 100 (laughs) okay (laughs) now do you ladies think that uh, having a midlife midlife crisis is always a bad thing. No, no. I think it depends on how the person is able to adapt. Like mm-hmm. I was saying, I think many people have resiliency, so mm-hmm. stuff gonna happen, mm-hmm. and there's not a, really a way to avoid that. And if you do avoid it, it's gonna come back up some other type of way. Mm-hmm. So that's just my thought process on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think another thing that kind of kicks these off into gear mm-hmm. is that's a period in time where you're going through like second puberty, <laughs> essentially. Yes. yes. You know, you have for a woman, you can start to get hormonal acne. Like you start. Hot flashes. Hot flashes. Your, your, <laughs> the weight doesn't settle in the places it used and to And it settle. don't want to let go. Right. You know, mm. so there's a lot going on at that time as mm-hmm. well. So I think that that can, I don't know if, if, if crisis is the right word, mm-hmm. but it can create like yeah. some midlife, um, trauma changes. Trauma, um, confusion, confusion. Yeah. I like that word. Mm-hmm. In so it is because it is a difficult time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like yeah. when you were, you know, however young, 12, 13, 14, mm-hmm. and your body was changing then. Yes. It's changing again at 50, 55, 60. You know, yeah. you start to look different. You know, things don't um, lift. Lift, mm-hmm. you know, and it's also for the the men as yeah. well. Yes, yeah. and the, yes, because they go through the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. you have dryness. I mean, there's so many things that can start to make you question yourself. Mm-hmm. That I don't think we do a great job. I think I think of course it goes in reverse. Like when you're going through puberty in adolescent stages, you're gaining things. Like you're gaining the bust area. You're gaining. Mm-hmm. For men, you're getting the deep voice. Mm-hmm. And for girls, you know, it's just different things. But when it almost feels like when you're, when you start going through midlife crisis, it starts, uh huh, you're taking away. Yeah. Like, you, you know, your sight gets worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your mm-hmm. bones get, you know, thinner mm-hmm. or, um, brittle. Brittle, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just 
things start dropping that won't lift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. muscles start deteriorating. You know, it's just a lot of things that start decreasing and mm-hmm. declining. Yeah. But but I also think that this is also an opportunity for people to um, develop who they want to be in this time. I think midlife crisis can cause people to think about who they want to be during this time. Mm-hmm. And with the rest, what you want to do with the rest of your life. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Especially if you start to have these feelings towards the tail end of that, Mm -hmm. where you're heading closer towards retirement age. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And how do I want to spend my quote unquote golden years? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something that one of my professors uh, told me, shout out to Dr. Sue, uh, was be prepared to shift who you are every few years Mm -hmm. and if you get stuck in you needing to be one way that's typically when you get hung up and and just to you know tell a little bit of her life story she's been in correction she's been mental health she's been this she's been that she's helped the freedom uh writers like she's done so many different things that she's able to do that. It doesn't mean that she still doesn't question, Mm -hmm. you know, is this what I need to be doing or have sadness when, you know, certain things happen or whatever, but there is this forward movement that continues to happen. It's when we kind of just get stuck or don't have a plan. And you know what, that's what I, that's one of the things that I tell my clients, you know, be prepared to start, changing every four and a half to five years Mm -hmm. because but the thing i think the issue is that people don't pay attention to those changes so when midlife crisis come you're unprepared because you you haven't been paying attention to your changes anyway Mm -hmm. so if you pay attention to them along life instead of when midlife happens you're prepared you know you're getting ready to change yeah i think uh paying attention to life events the effect of those life events and what kind of processing I'm doing. What was the impact of these things? Because you're right. Stuff is going to happen throughout your lifespan. You're Mm -hmm. going to, some people are going to have children. Some aren't. Some people are going to get married. Some aren't. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people are going to regret those decisions. Like you were Mm -hmm. talking about a little bit earlier, you know, you're going to lose people. And this becomes your mortality becomes a bigger reality the older you get. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. <laughs> yes, you start losing people. You yeah. know, or you, you get something. You yes. get something. I would say you get sick. Somebody else's get. Uh, somebody else gets sick. You know, you if you're paying attention to what you're experiencing and what the impact of those experiences are, I think you can learn to deal with them in a healthier way. Yeah. So that it doesn't turn into mm-hmm. crisis. Right. And I think the other thing is to be careful with not um, being stuck in the past Mm. and trying to, you know, continue to live out your glory days like we talked about in one of our sessions as well. Like review mirror, ma'am. There you go. Thank you. (laughs) I know. She just pulled that title. She sure did. I was like, yeah, I I couldn't even get it quick enough. So, um, but yeah, just paying attention to what's 
in front of you and what's before you. And I know that gets difficult as you get older because, you know, people pass away and you, you know, Mm -hmm. remembering the good times y'all had, especially if it's a a significant other, you know, you remember the good times you had and, you know, their side of the bed and how it used to feel, you know, Mm -hmm. you get, you can get stuck in that, but it's important for you to grieve that and also be able to move through that. I don't want to say past it because I don't, with grief, you, you don't get no, past you it. You it. live with it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those are things that you have to make sure you're dealing with so that you don't get stuck. Yeah. yeah. I know one thing that was kind of big for me was the realization that I have probably lived more years than I have left now at this mm-hmm. point. And you'd be like, God dang, did I do enough? Mm. Am I okay? What's happening? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you kind of go through that process and you're just like, okay, okay, I'm I'm good. Or yeah. okay, no, I'm not good. Let me figure out what I do need to be doing. Yeah. Well, it's a time of reflection. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I think one of the differences between puberty and then this version of, you know, like we were saying, second puberty, is I have a different awareness level i have a different processing level mm-hmm. versus when you're you know 13 14 you, you don't, don't have that type yet. of yeah interest <laughs> yes you don't you really don't even yeah. up until probably 25 yeah you might be intuitive about things but you're you don't know nothing right right you know it takes a, a while to build up wisdom yeah mm-hmm. And when you get to this level, you have a, a way of processing through yourself and your life that can open up a lot of these fears, mm-hmm. open up a lot of these regrets, hopes even, because it's not all necessarily all bad, but mm-hmm. even hopes and dreams. And what am I willing to do to start going towards those things mm-hmm. if I always want it to be, um, I don't know, I'm just say astronaut Okay, is that a realistic job prospect at this point in time? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Might, right. might not be. But that doesn't mean I can't get into aerospace mm-hmm. in some way. Astronomy. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so I think you have a better uh, ability to start pivoting mm-hmm. and making healthier decisions, understanding the limitations, but the potential that's there mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have when you were younger. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you know if you're going through a midlife crisis? I would say you feel <laughs> a sense of like despondency. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does that mean? She's going to really she gonna put me on the spot, huh? <laughs> um, just kind of like, huh? It's not depression. Mm -hmm. It's not anxiety. It's kind of like... Apathetic. Blah. Mm -hmm. It's meh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) It's that meme. The one that's got the straight straight line (laughs) and just the two eyes. Yeah. It's like, "Mm." I'm here. But that's about it. Yeah. It it could be called existing. Mm -hmm. um, Floating. uh, Numbness to some extent. You know, you just don't have the energy and thirst for. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think it can lead to, you know, if you start to feel that settling in and you don't know where that's coming from, mm-hmm. you may want to that, you know, use that as a key to start looking back at mm-hmm. oh, what's going on mm-hmm. in my life. 
And from a clinical perspective, what you end up paying attention to is how am I handling my daily activities? Mm -hmm. Like, has there been a change in the way that I am taking care of myself, taking care of my home, the people I love, you know, am I eating? Am I, you know, all the things, anything that you do on a consistent daily basis, you know, you start to do that differently. It's not always, um, you stop doing them. You know, the, the, the thing that always pops up in my head when I think about midlife crisis is the man who divorces his wife, gets with a young tenderoni, and buys a red sports car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah. it's just like, oh, okay, you're doing a lot, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're doing a lot. Or, you know, the person who all of a sudden becomes a, a, a panther. Because, you know, cougars is younger, but a panther. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, you know, it is a complete... 180 from who you have been and if you aren't taking that time to really process and do it healthily you really can mess yourself up and the people that are around you absolutely yeah you can actually mess up your life which is how divorce sets in mm-hmm. yeah um I, so i i i believe that midlife crisis can look like depression Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. definitely need to, like, if you're experiencing like the blah, you're not able to get out of the bed, your appetite has changed. Um, those are the <laughs> symptoms of depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Loneliness. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're, you feel like your life is on autopilot. Mm-hmm. Another one that's not talked about a lot when we talk about midlife crisis, but we see it more when we talk about just being elderly or getting older. Uh, and it's different than anxiety, but paranoia. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, this is happening. Oh my God, this is happening. It's not necessarily that people are trying to talk to you through your phone, but it is, <laughs> that can't happen though. Right. But it's more so like this paranoia that these people are trying to be this way towards you or mm-hmm. that this is your mm-hmm. experience. And sometimes you just need to settle yourself yeah. and take a breath, like ground yourself, get into your body because you're just running off of the emotion yeah. of the midlife crisis. Yeah, absolutely. And then I would also say you lose your purpose or you've lost your purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's changed. But, mm-hmm. but you don't know it's changed. Yep. You think it's lost yep. and you re- it's actually changed. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I think both of those are correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um... I think, and when we say that, we mean like you may be a astronaut, <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like, oh man, like this is just not working for me no more. And I just, I don't want to come to work every day, or I don't want to go in space anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over now. Um, exactly, and you're not realizing like. That's the truth. You may not, you may be ready to retire, but you may want to do something else. You may now just yeah. want to, you know, watch, I don't know what it would do. I'll do, but watch the boards instead of going actually out there or something, you know, I don't know, yeah, but absolutely. your, your purpose change, your goals change. Mm-hmm. I think to a lesser degree, like a good example mm-hmm. of that is, you know, when things end, when you're younger, like I know for me, I, I struggled huge when I decided to not no longer be full time dancer, you know, and I was like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know who I am. Even though clearly I already had a plan, but when something is such a huge part of you, it is so difficult to shift that part of your identity. Even though clearly it shouldn't be your identity, but it is part of who you are. And so, 
look at, you know, the way you've gone through other stages of your life when you graduated high school or mm-hmm. when you became a parent or when you got into your uh, relationship, like those emotions end up being a lot more intense when you go through a midlife crisis. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. I think the big underlying thing is change. Mm-hmm. And whether that change is something external you know, mm-hmm. empty nest, mm-hmm. divorce, um, loss of job, sickness, you know, mm-hmm. some sort of external event has taken place or whether it's a change in mindset, mm-hmm. you know, desire. I have a bigger desire for my life now or, um, or a different desire. A it different, doesn't have to necessarily be bigger. Yeah. It could be just different, different desire, fear, mm-hmm. um, again, regret, reminiscing, you know, I think change is kind of the underlying mm-hmm. theme of the midlife issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that you're transitioning mm-hmm. from one stage to another. You're change. You're transitioning from middle, uh, or I guess technically still early adulthood into mm-hmm. middle adulthood. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then or it's middle adulthood into late adulthood. Yeah. You know, because you have both ends of that spectrum, mm-hmm. uh, the younger and, of course, the people that are older <laughs> are going to ex- probably experience different things for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But change, I think, is the, the big key. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of things that people have to think about when they mm-hmm. as we continue to age, because we're not getting younger. We're getting older. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's, it's going to be important for us to set ourselves up to succeed mm-hmm. in our older ages. Because mm-hmm. uh, if if not, we'll find ourselves depressed, like mm-hmm. depressed through your midlife crisis. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. I think a way to start addressing that if you're a little bit younger is practicing gratitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's and, a good one. You know, yeah. what am I grateful for? in my life Mm -hmm. and I would even take that a step further and say what am I grateful for that is not material Uh, uh you know I'm not Mm -hmm. yes I appreciate having a house and a car and all these things but what are the intrinsic you know um intangible things that I'm grateful for Mm -hmm. yeah and I would say in order to do that you have to focus some of that energy on yourself Mm -hmm. uh if you feel overworked if you feel like you're juggling too many things like take some time out like to delegate some of those (laughs) tasks like if you're Mm -hmm. and and i know um women do this a lot with when it comes to children like your children 15 years old and you still fixing them then let them joggers learn how to fix some ramen noodles okay Get the fix, healthy ones. Get the yes, but get, ramen noodles. Yeah, yes. get learn how to fix some sandwiches. A whole, mo- a whole meal. That's wh- how we grew up. Right. Like we would all get in the kitchen mm-hmm. and learn how to do stuff. And then my mom or my grandmother, before she passed away, she was supervised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's too much. Mm, a little bit less. Okay, more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she be. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember being seven, eight years old, like cooking me the whole thing I now, was, meal. now it wasn't anything like you know i was thanksgiving my mama. yeah but, but you was, I was cooking i was cornbread and fixed the kool-aid and my yeah. daddy liked it and those were important parts <laughs> exactly and no i mean i was making like sauteing vegetables yes. like mm-hmm. doing the whole thing and you like, got five motor skills by then yes, yes. 
And yes, I believe if I remember correctly, my you know parents supervised to make sure I wasn't burning nothing up. But of they course. let me, now that I do remember, they did let me do so. Yes, you know I I agree with you. You know if you you've got to let the people in your life um, grow mm-hmm. so that when that time comes. And they're going to inevitably move on and grow and go into their own life. You are not left um, depleted mm-hmm. and yeah, alone. Like that, that, that feeling that we talked about, you know, I'm not just physically alone, but I, I feel mm-hmm. alone. Yeah, It's also a passing of the mantle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's another big part of midlife crisis that we haven't talked about yet is the passing the mantle on and taking myself out of some of the positions. Yeah. Uh, being a big mama is supposed to be like good thing. Mm-hmm. I'm as a big mama, you're not supposed to still be working yourself to death mm-hmm. or as a pawpaw, you're not still supposed to be working yourself today or the, or the rich auntie, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be still working yourself to death, but oftentimes, especially in our culture and uh, POC culture communities, we, we don't get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. We just are stuck in this um, work ourselves to death mentality instead of that, changing of the guard, yeah. um, passing the mantle on to the next generation. And, and I think that's probably why the generations be looking the way they be looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I would say you, to add to that, learn something new. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, engage your mind, like yeah. do, do some things that you haven't, or learn how to do some things that you've never done before. Like, I don't know, learn, go get some pottery, take some pottery classes. Mm-hmm. Take some dance classes, and I can't get my hands started with that pottery because I can't do that. But I'll, I'll come off. Huh. You wear some gloves. Uh, uh-uh, uh, I want that on my hands. Uh, but like I promise you, I want to take some pole dance lessons. I can teach you. I know you can. That's why I said it out loud because I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. Yeah. With all of that, go, go scuba diving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With an instructor experiences yeah you know, this is the thing that, you know the young folk talk about you know I, want, I don't want i want experiences that's what they mean you know you're going out you're trying new things you're making new memories and core memories yes yeah because that is essential especially as you go into your later years you will yeah. have something to tie you back to life yeah yeah that it's not just i went to work if i had children i raised my children and that that's, that's all it. that's mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. And let me look in the camera mm-hmm. live the life you deserve mm-hmm. that's that's what needs to be the motto yeah i have a couple of people in my life that are getting ready to live the life they deserve i'm not gonna say their names or nothing but live the life you deserve so that it is of a quality and caliber that you can be okay yeah. with. Uh-huh. It's it's time to take the cape off mm-hmm. and do you. And yes. reconnect with friends and family yes. that want to do the same thing. That way you don't feel lonely. And if they don't want to find some new ones. It's fine. There you go. <laughs> you can choose your family. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's about community. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we got to start building that up because it is necessary. It takes a village to raise a child. Well, it takes a village to keep an adult going. Mm-hmm. It does. I, I saw a video on the clock app the other night and it literally said, texting my best friend 
while I'm going through a midlife crisis mm-hmm. and she crying, but like we doing it together mm-hmm. though. There you, go. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes you just never know how much the connection you have with someone else just helps them continue on about their day and not even to a place of like mm-hmm. depression, but just like, thank you, friend. I just needed that extra little kick to keep going. Go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else you gonna say? Mm-hmm. They gonna be bad at us, y'all. We trying mm-hmm. to be shorter so yeah. we can do more things with y'all. One because y'all gonna be watching these all the way to the end anyway. <laughs> so y'all about to get this good old twenty seven minutes that we just got right here. Well, hold on, we might we might make it to thirty because we do have to thank you all. Oh, yes. yes. See, I was about to <laughs> see. Mm. She's she trying to get in her big mama bag already. <laughs> Pull myself back. Let me reel it in a little bit. <laughs> so we do need to thank you all. We had such a wonderful time with you all mm-hmm. for our anniversary. Celebrating just the podcast. Celebrating you all. Celebrating Sweet. us. We just had so much fun. So thank you all mm-hmm. for participating. Thank you all for joining in and commenting and talking to us while we were doing this we we really enjoyed it of course and just like we said last year on the last live we are going to be doing some new things this year we're going to be trying some new formats we hope that you enjoy (laughs) the way that we're going to be switching up some things Mm -hmm. uh, because we want to make this as uh, enjoyable of an experience for you as possible Mm -hmm. and interactive yes Yes. also Just a reminder, next week we will be letting everybody know who the winners were from the live. So don't forget, because we have not forgot, because we got to get this stuff out to y'all. Yes. I don't want it no more. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Any final thoughts, ladies? You ladies, (laughs) you give a mouth right. No. I feel good about it. Yeah. Well, y'all know we always end off with a quote. We're not changing that part. No. And this one goes, nobody grows old merely by living a number of years. We grow old by deserting our ideas. Years may wrinkle the skin, but to give up enthusiasm wrinkles the soul. Samuel Ullman. Must be his volume control. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.